welcome to no let me start over that's stupid <laughs> somebody hear me please <laughs> we're talking about the wedding singer this is i'll take three and i am one of the co-hosts my name is alex and welcome to i'll take three uh tr- movie treasure hunt my name is Alex, and I'm here to say that Jacob and Kristen are here today. I'll let them say hi. Hey, ho, how does it go? Something <laughs> like this, or something like this? What? I, I, this is the episode where we have to sing the whole time. It's like that episode of How I Met Your Mother. Ooh, with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Was he in that? Yeah, he wrote, uh, he wrote the, all the rhymes for that episode. And he was wow, I didn't know on, that. He was on the train with Marshall or the bus or whatever it was, and he sings a crazy rhyme to get the uh, baby to go to sleep. Huh. I'm going to have to rewatch that. Although, the one time I did watch that episode, I thought in rhyme for like the next 24 hours, <laughs> and it kind of broke <laughs> that, my brain. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was because uh, that was when uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was do- only doing In the Heights on huh. Broadway. Yep. Should have done In the Bus or... Whatever. On the bus? Yeah. <laughs> the wheels on the bus go up and down? Round and round? They go up the and musical. down. <laughs> the musical? wheels on the bus. It's a Back to the Future. Uh, it's, it's a low rider <laughs> bus. <laughs> it's got hydraulics on it. Oh, gosh. Anyways, hi. I'm Kristen. Okay, oh, yeah. continue. <laughs> I'm so glad we got Kristen situated. I know. I was like, am I going to get introduced on this? <laughs> <laughs> You just didn't rhyme nearly as much as ours, so oh, yeah, I don't know sorry. if it counts. You, you were supposed to sing sing that. Oh, you wanna, hi. You hi, hi. I'm Kristen. Okay. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. That was awesome. Yeah. Was, I, hope, I, hope, I can see that I happening on a bus. I hope I get a, a Grammy. <laughs> I'm hoping we get some, fe- some remixes that we can uh, play on the episode. Yeah, send your yeah. remixes to us. Um, I'll take, I'll <laughs> take three podcasts at gmail.com. That'd be crazy. <laughs> That'd be awesome. What if it was the same guy that does all of them for Connie Big Big? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Alright, but we are here today to talk about the second Adam Sandler movie in a three-pack. And this is Kristen's Choice. Kristen's Choice. So we have a theme going on right now. Okay, okay. I'm going to stop. Yeah, you could stop. <laughs> Um, the theme is Adam Sandler Films. Last week we watched and talked about Little Nicky. This yeah. week it is Kristen's Choice and it is a mystery. Although if you are listening to this, you see what the title You hit download is. and you saw the name and the okay. year and you are aware of the situation. But if you, from, for some reason... From Jersey Shore? I, I, I hope you're not aware of him. Don't oh waste your God. brain space with that. But you're aware of what you're listening to unless somebody downloads your podcast for you. And it's just and like, just listen to this. Yeah. But you'll know that we're talking about The Wedding Singer today. The Adam Sandler film from 1998. 1998. 1980. Yep. Oh, sorry. It's 19, it was made in 1998. It came out that year, but it's based in 1985. Yeah. I was thinking it was an 80s movie. I mean, it's definitely an 80s movie, I think. <laughs> you think? But, I don't um, know. I couldn't tell by all the clothes and the music. Usually, and, and the <laughs> references. <laughs> usually, I have a hard time figuring out what era the movie's from, but I knew right away on this one. 
This one was on the nose a little bit. Yeah, I could tell. 100%. That's funny. Um, but yeah, this was your choice, Kristen. So the wedding singer, um, should I give, should I give the synopsis first? Do you think of what the movie is? Yeah. Give, give us a synopsis and then we can do a budget and whatnot. And then we can do a history after that. Okay. So this film was, uh, made 98, but set in 85, like Kristen said. So Adam Sandler plays a nice guy with a broken heart. Who's stuck in one of the most romantic jobs in the world. A wedding singer. He loses all hope when he's abandoned at the altar by his fiance. He meets a young woman named Julia, played by the lovely Drew Barrymore, who enlists his help to plan her wedding. He falls in love with her and must win her over before th- she gets married. Mm. Do, you, do you hear wedding bells? Because this is, movie has lots of weddings in it. Yeah, it does. It's got weddings fra- in many states. You know, different states. Doesn't it show? No, we don't go to Vegas for any weddings. It just talks about it. We're on Did the way guys, to Vegas. <clears throat> sorry, real quick. Did you guys know on IMDb people can write synopsis to this movie? Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Are you gonna write one? Can I read you one? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this one is written by Mark Kraft. Shout out, Mark Kraft. It says, it's 1985, junk bonds, Michael Jackson, CD players, wealth. Robbie Hart lives in his sister's basement and sings in the band at the reception hall. His dreams of being a singer slash songwriter are long gone, replaced now by a burning desire to get married. The problem is that no one seems to want to marry him. His fiancée Linda doesn't show up on their wedding day and his new friend Julia is engaged to a wealthy Wall Street broker. Where does Billy Idol fit into all this? (laughs) That's a good question. <laughs> I, I think I, about that when I watch most films. That's pretty good. That is good. Huh. I didn't know that you could write a synopsis for it. That's pretty cool. Well, you better get on it. Anyways, go on. <laughs> you can uh, also edit the Wikipedia page if you want to, Kristen. I knew yeah, that. But that never stays. Yeah. yeah, but you can do it. There's a really short one on here. I don't know who wrote it. It might be just what was on the could be mark craft maybe he wrote another one i don't think so because it says like what who's written them but this one doesn't say anything on it maybe it it was anonymous it says robbie a singer and julia a waitress are both engaged but to the wrong people fortune intervenes to help them discover fortune timester that's it is there a fortune cookie that gets read in the movie maybe (laughs) i hope so i forgot i'm titillated Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say also, um, <laughs> uh, you can also write a review on like Rotten Tomatoes, Kristen, and but and you can rate and review our podcast on, on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify now. You can review oh, them. Oh, really? Or you can rate them at least. Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't know if you can review it, but you can definitely rate it um, on Spotify. <clears throat> also, you can uh, give us all your money. Yeah, we're we're collecting everyone's money. If you have a checking account, we'll take all of the funds in there. Send it over. And at least three of them. We'll take three. We'll take three. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's a treasure. Um, so this film, they're f- the first of three Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore films. Mm-hmm. Um, Number nine, all time for Adam Sandler. We're okay. counting that down as we were doing the Adam Sandler movies. 
Little Nicky was 13. This is 9. And this one came earlier, yeah. Released in 98. Um, budget of $18 million, and it had a box office of $123 million. So mm-hmm. uh, Adam Sandler was box office gold at this time. That late 90s Adam Sandler, man, he was crushing. It's Mid crazy. to late 90s, I should say. It's crazy that you can make such a good movie with so little money. Although $18 million is uh, it's not little money. I mean, I wish I had $18 million. Yeah, but I do too. But I mean, compared to uh, like Little Nicky, where I had $50 million. That's true. There's no CGI in this movie. No CGI. I don't know if you caught on onto that. They could have uh, CGI'd some uh, birds in there, you know, flying around while he was in the dumpster. <laughs> yep, they could have. <laughs> what a waste. But they didn't. I don't know they why. They could have CGI'd a raccoon in there, too. <laughs> they could have CGI'd Let's talk uh, about all the a things bigger wedding CGI'd in this movie. More wedding cakes in the background of the <laughs> wedding cake shop that seems to be doing photographs. They could have CGI'd a T-Rex that Ooh. they have to run away from. Yeah, that. Oh, they they probably should have done like half practical effects and then half CGI. You know, <laughs> so, so it's it more be. less obvious. Yeah, exactly. Just just filmmaking one hundred and one. Um, couple of interesting things about this movie. Um, Adam Sandler had the idea for a comedy about a wedding singer who gets left at the altar and suggested it to the director and, or no, to the writer who wrote the f- script. Mm-hmm. Um, he really hadn't, the script writer hadn't really set to do much different um, with the movie, but some of the changes just came naturally. It, it says because Sandler and Barrymore have such natural chemistry. Um, and then they actually were having a hard time making sure that they wanted to have more of a female presence in the film because his his other movies he had a love interest but wasn't really prominent um and they brought in carrie fisher to help work on the script oh interesting and she said that um in order to bring that presence she's she said she did two obvious things she made the um made drew barrymore's character smarter and just i can't remember what the other thing was i forgot <laughs> to save that a, article a person <laughs> yeah um i think i'm reading the same thing you are and it said make the women smarter and the love scenes better yeah and also judd apatow mm-hmm. uh-huh he, i beat you <laughs> he and adam sandler both worked on the scripts uncredited Ap- apatow and sandler were, were like roommates and friends back in the day that's interesting if you ever seen Funny People, oh man, they didn't seem to do many together, many movies together or anything though. No, it was kind of early in their career, and they took different paths mostly. That's pretty cool. Interesting how uh, how that happens. Um, something else I thought was interesting is uh, Barrymore said she approached Sandler about working together in a film before they had even worked together, saying they were cinematic soulmates. That's what she said. Uh huh. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. She said she had a great relationship with the director and praised him for balancing the comedy with the emotion and intimacy. How do you know that you're a cinematic soulmate? I don't know. How do you know, she how do you know y'all look right. good on camera? Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then another interesting fact is from 1995 to 2000, Adam Sandler had a movie come out every single year except the year 1997. 
Hmm. This this movie was originally supposed to come out in 97, got it, but it got pushed back to come out around Valentine's Day 98. Oh, did he have and two so, in 98? So he had two in 98. He had this one and then The Water Boy. Oh, later. Wow. Yeah, this is because this came out the 13th of February, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, you, you said this was the uh, so third? That must have been Friday the 13th, right? Because movies come out on a Friday. Oh, I'm interesting. I'm yeah, going back to the year 1998. Yeah, that doesn't work for this one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yep, Friday the Thirteenth. That's pretty cool. It's a Friday the Thirteenth movie. And Freddy Krueger's in it. Whoa. Yeah, he oh, is. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's the wrong guy. That's pretty cool. Um, oh well, it's still scary. <laughs> <laughs> you said this was the first Drew Barrymore Sandler movie. Uh, what are the other two? I know Fifty First Dates. Blended. <laughs> blended in the blended. year 2014 so 10 years after 51st dates they did blended gotcha. uh, so how many years between this and uh 51st dates six years mm. Wait, and it would have been seven if they had put it out the year it was supposed to come out right mm-hmm. interesting but blended i've watched part of that and it's not as good yeah whatever I, it's hilarious but lauren lapkiss is in it so oh there's that maybe i'll have to rewatch it um. So some other interesting things that came from this movie They actually had a Broadway musical that adapted this movie That's cool And it was nominated for some Tony Awards too Oh wow Wait It wasn't very It didn't run very long But it was did well I, received did, did Adam Sandler get a Tony Award? Is he going to get an yeah. EGOT? No he had nothing to do with the musical Son of a bitch And then the TV show The Goldbergs Oh, which yeah. um, is set in the 80s, had an episode where they were trying to, um, they were somebody was having a wedding and they were trying to hire Robbie Hart to be the wedding singer and then ended up get uh, the wedding singer at the wedding actually ended up being John Lovitz. John Lovitz, character. yeah, he reprised the role. I saw uh-huh. that. I saw that on uh, yeah. online. That's pretty I cool. I don't what? remember that episode. It I came watched out in the 2019, Goldberg. so maybe it was an episode you didn't watch. Oh, yeah, I kind of, I did stop watching for Mm. a little bit. Thank Kristen, you got to get back on it to see the cameo. Yeah. Yeah, they talk about Robbie and Julia apparently in the episode too, so. Like where they're at in 2019? No, because the movie's set in the 80s. Or the TV show, I mean, is set in the 80s. The Goldbergs. It's a fun show. So does Um, does John Levitz to the CGI and to look young? I, I don't like know. Probably not. <laughs> it's just a TV show. But you know who plays the gym teacher or one of the gym teachers in that show? Nope. A person named Goldberg. Oh, yeah. William <laughs> William Goldberg? William Bill Goldberg, yep. Wow, well, that's cool. Yeah. What a PE teacher. No, thank you. <laughs> He's kind of, He plays like a scary PE teacher. Yeah, I bet. He wished me a happy birthday one year. That's cool. I swear I saw him in the San Diego airport one year, too. Didn't say nothing. Nope. I was too scared because I thought it might not have been him. Also, he looked like a scary PE teacher. Yeah. And I thought he was going to teach me PE. I'm like, I don't want to learn that. I know how to do that already. Yeah, I haven't done a burpee in 20 years. (laughs) God damn it, Goldberg. This is a Delta Airlines. That's all the facts I have around the film. 
Cool. I didn't look up a single fact. Uh, do we have the Rotten Tomatoes score? I would like to know that. Uh, I think it's in the 60s. Okay. Yeah, let me get it for you. Thank you. I would appreciate that. My uh, laptop's going tiny. It holds a 69%. Okay. On Rotten Tomatoes. That's the best percentage you can hold, I think. It's pretty nice, yeah. Um, Who... Much higher than Little Nicky. Yeah, Roger Ebert gave the film a negative review and wrote, The screenplay reads like a collaboration between Jekyll and Hyde. What is... Roger and Ebert is that what they're no his name his name is Roger Ebert (laughs) no it's Roger (laughs) and Ebert (laughs) (laughs) Um, what do they know they're just puppets boy George responded to the film saying that when he saw Alexis Arquette doing an impersonation of him and singing do you really want to hurt me he thought it was hilarious Hmm. you really gotta learn a new song (laughs) that was funny okay so let's get into history of the film. So, Kristen, you picked this film. Why did you pick this, and what's your history with it? Well, yet again, to sound like a broken record, <laughs> me and my family watched this movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was one of the ones that we'd watch normally every <laughs> other road, day. Not, not weirdly. <laughs> nope. It's pretty normal to watch it every other day. <laughs> But um, after, you know, growing up and stuff and watching a bunch of different Adam Sandler movies and everything, this one's always been my favorite. So, yeah. You know, I think eventually we're going to get to a point where you can't have watched a movie every single day, right? Eventually we'll get to that point. So that'll be interesting. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Because you can't have uh, watched every single movie every other day, right? Mm. Not enough time. I don't know. There's mm. a lot of movies I watch and repeat. So, well, yep. Although she can't watch Attack of the Clones. Oh my God, I cannot. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I don't know why sense. you were even trying. I think I'm like 30 minutes into it, and I'm like, I can't watch anymore. <laughs> like, That's how me when I watch try to watch Star Wars. No, it's just Attack of the Clones. It's just so cringy. Like Attack of the Clones is one of the prequels. It's so bad. Oh my god, yeah. it's so hard to watch, and I want to just get past it because I'm w- trying to watch everything. So I want to watch the Clone Wars, but I have to get past this movie to watch the next one. To watch Clone Wars. Dang, I want to watch Clone Wars. Well, we can watch it together. Okay, that can be the next one we watch. Oh, speaking of watching things, what I've been watching recently uh, has been the Lord of the Rings movies. Whoa. Yeah. I was watching the extended editions for the very first time. You've never seen the extended editions? Yeah, I don't what? know how. I didn't. You're like I, I a mean, big old Lord of the Rings yeah, fan. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I watched them for the first time recently, but I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I... I have a bunch of different copies. I've got a Blu-ray copy and a DVD copy. Both are just regular versions. i never seen the extended mm-hmm. versions, but I saw them on HBO, so I started watching them, and I watched, you know, Fellowship, and then Two Towers, and I was watching uh, Return of the King today, and I have, like, two hours left on it because it's four and a half hours long, you know, uh, Return of the King is. So I'm watching that, but I was watching them, and I really wanted to get your guys' like, Lord of the Rings rankings. 
Okay, let me go to my letterbox, baby. I'm interested. In Here we this. go, ready? And I don't know if you are uh, best just doing, to okay. worst. Yeah, best to worst. Go just ahead, Lord of the Rings, right? Not including the Hobbits. Not including the Hobbits. Okay. Well, what if I ranked <clears throat> the Hobbit already? Well, I mean, I guess you can include them if you want to. Because I, d- I have a ranking of Middle Earth. Okay. I'm not including the Hobbit. So. I haven't okay. seen the Hobbits in a while. So. I won't. Inc- I won't no, include me the Hobbit. No, I'm talking. Okay. Well, well, let me just say, the Lord of the, the three Lord of the Rings are above the three Hobbit movies. So. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, from best to worst. Um. Hold on. I thought I had it figured out, but now I'm second guessing my stuff. <laughs> Do you okay, want go me ahead, to go? Alex. Go. <laughs> um. So I have ranked. The Two Towers is number one, then Return of the King, then Fellowship of the Ring. Okay, That's okay, okay. Okay. Uh, Kristen is delving into the Mind Palace. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she is looking for the answer. Okay, so from best to worst, I'm going to say... Ah, <laughs> it's it's pretty tough. It's difficult. Okay, I'm gonna say Return of the King, then the Fellowship, then Two Towers. Oh wow! You have Two Towers at the bottom, dang! Wow, that's uh, yep. controversial. Mine is we're all gonna have different answers. Mine is Return <laughs> of the King, Two Towers, and then Fellowship. Mine goes three, two, one. Ooh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, but I could definitely see. I when I watched Two Towers, I was thinking, man. I wonder what my rankings of this movies would be because I kind of feel like Two Towers is really, really good. But then I, I feel like started... the Two Towers has the best story structure. Yeah. Because they're not trying to start the story. They're not trying to end the story. They're just trying to tell the story. Yeah. And it does a really good job telling the story. But mm-hmm. I think that the uh, the wrap-up is just so perfect. And so it's just uh, top top cherry, you know. Um, The Fellowship of the Ring was like one of the first, like, of book that I've ever like really fell in love with after reading mm-hmm. and I remember reading it and it was just like the best book ever and so when the movie came out I was like super excited to watch it and it's like one of those that I watch over and over again <laughs> because I just loved it so much and yeah. it's just it's like a fun adventure to me like the first one and the third one I just like the whole end battle and everything and everything being fulfilled and yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really it, good. No matter what, they're they're all very good. So that was fun. That was cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. How are you liking the extended editions? Oh, I'm loving them. So much more stuff going on. There's a lot of more. In, num- in number two, there's a lot more boring stuff, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enjoying it. Cool, cool, cool. I want to rewatch them now. Yeah, not, not too long. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <clears throat> um so i guess i'll talk about or did you want to mention why you picked this one Kristen? um i picked it because it's my favorite adam sandler movie <laughs> oh i think you did say that yeah i didn't Kay. know what else to pick besides this one so spanglish yeah. was up there wasn't it yeah spanglish was up there but i really i wanted to watch this one more so yeah Got it. So my history, I, I did not watch this movie as a kid. I remember my friend Chase would sing um, some of the songs from it sometimes. 
but I didn't know him. Um, and then I watched it as an adult. I think Kristen, we, me and you watched it together. It was the first time I ever saw it. And I'm sure you don't remember that. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the second time I've ever seen it. That's that's really all my history with it. Mine's even shorter than that. I I'd never seen this one, uh, The Wedding Singer. Had um, you heard of it by the title though? You know, this is one that I had heard of by title, uh, <laughs> and definitely by the actor that's in it. So two factors to uh, know this movie by. Um, but I had not seen it. It was not. It was not on my radar because to me it felt like one of the outlier Adam Sandler movies. You know. Um, so I didn't really watch it because of that, probably. Uh, but um, I'm, I'm spoiler alert. I'm a little glad I did, Kristen. So thanks for Yay. that. Thanks for uh, <laughs> yeah picking it. I, this is one that isn't talked about as much as like a Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. But I think it's one of his more well-regarded movies. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. I think it was made well. It definitely has way different feel than uh, than his other flicks mm-hmm. i think that's probably why it's one of my it's my favorite because <laughs> yeah. like i said before like billy madison and happy gilmore are like my least favorite ones like i don't really mm. like those as much and i just find those ones more annoying but this one i like love this one mm. yeah for me like i definitely enjoyed this movie um overall but i think that the the vibe definitely felt a little more st- studio if you will than uh than adam Sandler usually feels if that makes sense you know what other one i like too that's kind of a little more away from what adam Sandler usually does is um mr deeds yeah i like that i feel like that's totally adam Sandler. really i think it's Mm -hmm. more of him like it's a little more scaled back it's still him but it's scaled back you know what i mean like I think I just don't like him being like goofy all the time, you know. Like, I, it's I agree. A, it's just a little annoying sometimes. I meant to I uh, agree. show you guys this. I found this in my uh, it's my Adam Sandler DVD collection. I got four oh, movies wow. there. Oh my Cl- gosh! Click, Big Daddy, Fifty First Dates, and Mr. Deeds on there. So that's what they decided are the essential Adam classic, Adam Sandler classic movies there. <laughs> oh, and they are good. Although I haven't rewatched Click, I feel like in my memory I can remember it, and I, I'm thinking like, oh, that's probably not as good as I thought it was the first time I watched it. But when I did watch it, then I like cried so I hard. I cried hardcore when oh, I watched yeah. that movie. <laughs> I remember crying to that movie. Him eating those Twinkies. I'd be even worse now since I have kids now, and yeah. it's like. <laughs> yeah, I bet that movie would be hard now. Yeah. I guess I'll pick a different movie for next. Time. You want to watch that? Oh, no, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to watch Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. <laughs> so uh, this episode, we've decided we want to try something a little different. Instead of covering the movie beat by beat, which we could still definitely talk into <coughs> a couple different things if it doesn't come up that we want to discuss. But we thought we'd kind of come back to our episode idea of I'll Take Three and each um you know discuss three things that we you know wanted to delve into a little deeper about the film or um, things that we just found interesting or favorite parts yeah just three three things we'll each take three 
Yeah. So, Kristen, if you want to go first with at least one of them, we can decide how we want to do it, whether we want to go eeny, meeny, miny, mo, or... We should do that. You, you do all three, What you know, whatever. We yeah, I think we should skip think, around. Yeah, we should skip around. Like, I go first and just go around, you know? Yeah, we I can either go clockwise good. or counterclockwise, depending on yeah. uh, <laughs> which direction the clock goes. Or we'll go, like... Um, Scoopity potatoes, scoopski potatoes. What? <laughs> Alex, are you high as hell right now? I was gonna say, are you having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Kristen, what is one thing that you really want to talk about? Um. So the first thing I wrote was um for the top three things I wanted to talk about was just everything '80s in this movie. Like, they really just made it very aware like you're aware that you're in the 80s <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah there's, like, there's a, over awesome. the top 80s <laughs> i think this is like one of the movies that made me really fall in love with the 80s decade like obviously i didn't live through it because i was born in the 90s but it's like it was still kind of there you know because i was born in the early 90s so it was still kind of like bleeding into that time when i'm growing up but like, I love the 80s. Like, I love the music. I love the fashion. <laughs> I love all of it. Yeah. They definitely. Yeah. Go ahead, Jake. I was going to say, definitely the hair for me was like, whoo, yeah. 80s <laughs> hair, baby. Well, a lot of different hairstyles, too, because you had his, Adam Sandler's, um, Julia's friend. Mm-hmm. What was her character's name? The um, one that went on a date with him? Yeah, like, Christine yeah. Taylor. I can't remember her name. But her hair was very 80s. Oh, yeah. Um, Linda, was that her name, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. She had, like, Her the hair was very, very 80s. poofy, straight hair. Uh-huh. And then uh, his, uh, Robbie's friend, Adam Sandler's character, his friend, Sam. Sammy, yeah. Sammy, his mm-hmm. hair, and his mustache. The mustache, <laughs> yeah. That's Incredible. And but like yeah, wardrobe and like all the uh, weddings too. You got to see like the '80s style wedding, and I like we talked about this before. But I just love that. Like I really wish I could have had like an '80s style wedding and not be oh, weird. You like, <laughs> like I just love it. I always loved looking at my parents' um, wedding photos and stuff because they really like had that '80s style, and it was just awesome. I might not have even picked up on that. What are the uh, what are the eighties factors that go into the wedding that made it pop out to you? So like the like very poofy dresses, like they had like poofy like sleeves, sleeves. And yeah, stuff. and then like they had big poofy hair and like headbands, okay. and like everything's bejeweled, and there was like like the 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 color like the, schemes too the color schemes yeah and like the the decorations at mm-hmm. the wedding the reception like they had bunch of balloons and like okay the streamers and stuff all over the place like it's just like totally different than what it is today you know and like it's just you can definitely tell that's the 80s style yeah it's almost in my head if i had to describe it i would almost say uh today is more of like a i want to say classy type of elegant where like high up whereas uh almost in the 80s it's like uh, a prom type feel if that makes sense oh yeah yeah, kind yeah, of. yeah. definitely okay like obviously at our wedding like i didn't make you guys wear like cummerbunds yeah and, like tuxedos and stuff you know and our wedding didn't have like i did have a vest on decorations 
<laughs> and bow ties. Yeah, and yeah. bow ties. But <laughs> you also had like khakis and like yeah you got to wear whatever shoes you wanted as long as they were brown and yeah the um uh, outfits too like they really ran the 80s decade like there was early 80s kind of stuff and then late 80s kind of stuff they <laughs> yeah they tried to cover everything mm. it was funny like um christine taylor's character like the one night they went out on the date she was like madonna styled dressed up and then the next yeah. day she was wearing like the headband and the pink and green workout like olivia newton john's like physical music yeah video. Like, <laughs> yeah and That's then funny. how about sammy wearing the oh uh, my gosh, michael the jackson, michael jackson? <laughs> and he even brought he had the glove on when they came to the engagement party well they were it was at the same time they were he was teaching the old guy to do the moonwalk no, but he did bring. He wore the Michael Jackson outfit again. Yeah, it was like <laughs> a thriller second. that one that time, right? Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what's so funny though about like the wardrobes and everything? I think um, Drew Barrymore's character, Julia, hers was like really like early nineties. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah, hers was more like probably like actual eighties and not just the over the top eighties stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Is hers were like was like a little more toned down, but they were like definitely really like still vibing the, it up. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. And then, um, uh, what was the dude's name? Glenn? Glenn her fiance. Yeah, he, yeah. he had yeah. the Miami Vice style. Yeah, he's straight Miami <laughs> Vice. I, and then I, partway through, I'm like, how do they not know this is a terrible guy? Yeah. But also, I was like, well, my bed kind of looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, the eighties and it I mean the capitalism stuff of the eighties yeah. too. Like that was very eighties. Like I like money. <laughs> I don't have very much of it, but I like it. That that would if that doesn't get you the job, I don't know a little man. <laughs> <laughs> and then his car that Glenn drove, the DeLorean with Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The door that swings that open. Went, like the suicide mm-hmm. door. And that then it had like the 80s. Miami Vice music coming out of it too. <laughs> Oh, we got to talk about the 80s music, too. Yeah. They tried to stuff, like, every 80s song they could in this movie. Yeah, Taria loved the Video Kill the Radio Star song. Oh, really? Yeah, she was dancing around to it and everything. That's cool. Yeah, there was a ton of 80s music in it. You had that. The Do You Really Want to Hurt Me, of course. Do you really <laughs> want to hurt me? The song always reminds me of Without a Paddle for some reason. Yeah, I, I know that to me too when they have to sing it yeah uh, yeah a lot of good songs on the uh, soundtrack though yeah, every little ton. thing she does is magic by the police you spin me right round baby right round yeah lots Drew Barrymore sings 99 red balloons oh yeah I forgot about that oh yeah they got rappers delight on here have you ever been in uh, your best friend's barbecue? <laughs> you ever been over to a best friend's barbecue and you really just don't know what to say? You're having a good time and everyone's just busting out rhymes and you're trying to maybe stay? Oh, I lost. I lost. I lost it. I was really going there. No one gave me a beat. Okay. <laughs> so Christmas is 80s things? Yes. Cool. Um, my, I, I don't know if you want to go next, Alex, or not. You go. Um, mine 
mostly scenes that take place during the movie that I really liked. Uh, okay. So the first the first scene that I wrote oh, down. Oh wait, one more eighties thing. Okay. The Dunkin' Donuts commercial that they watch. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who was in it? it? I can't remember. God, there's somebody in it too. Uh, <coughs> some eighties. But it's person. like you gotta gotta get up to make the donuts. <laughs> yeah. It was a good commercial. Um, God, who was in it? I don't remember. Uh, anyway, my first favorite scene was uh, when he's when Adam Sandler's character is giving the uh, singing lesson to the old lady, Rosie. Uh, yeah. Rosie. The and uh, yeah, this is the this is my favorite my favorite scene probably in the whole movie was this scene. Uh, and he's talking about getting paid, and uh, the eighty year old is like, "Okay, let me just uh, give you the sex talk before you get married." You know. Uh, I know you must be nervous, you know, going in, going in. <laughs> she's like, don't worry, I've slept with like eight men before I was, before I got married. <laughs> it's going to be like 500 today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. She's uh, like, I don't really like, don't want to know this. <laughs> he's so, he's just like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> and then she pays him with meatballs for yeah. the singing lesson. Like five meatballs just in his raw head. Like, I like uh, when he, he's like, okay, I guess I'll bite it. And he bites it. He's like, that is a good meatball. <laughs> <laughs> you got to admit a good meatball when it's a good meatball. Yeah. Um, talking about her, too. Like, I was curious about her because you could tell she's old in this. Yeah. Um, she was born in 1913. Wow. Um, so she was, you know, in her 80s by the time she did this movie. Man. And she lived till she lived until 2015. So she was 101 years old. Wow. She passed. Wow. What's her name? That's cool. I'd have to look. Well, let's, but let's she give did, her a she little respect quite a, for it. So. She was in I'll quite wait. a few Adam Sandler <clears throat> movies. It, looking at her career, she didn't do a ton until she was older, too. Wow. Her name was Ellen Abertini Dow. Okay. Ellen. She was pretty funny. I uh, I liked her. She also outs her grandson in Wedding Crashers. Oh, she yeah. I remember plays that. plays a choir nun in Sister Act. Yep. I, I I really need to watch Sister Act. I haven't seen Sister Act. Me neither. She's in Ready to Rumble and Road Trip. Yeah, her first... Um, Film role and TV roles were in the 80s, so she really didn't start acting until she was older. Wow, that's incredible. Never too late to start. It's true. Her last role was in 2013, so she was like 99 years old. Wow. And so she worked for like 30 uh, years. (laughs) Yeah. She was in Seinfeld. Okay. One episode. (laughs) (laughs) Peterman's mother. Okay. The secret code, yeah. Interesting. So yeah, she she was funny, and she's been in a few Adam Sandler films. Yeah. Yeah, she was definitely uh, definitely had uh, had a, a a persona on on film that uh, you could you could tell was was I don't know the correct words, but. Uh, special, you know, like it was funny. Oh, she's on the Golden Girls. <laughs> oh, really? I thought I knew her. Yeah, 
She plays like she plays three different characters on that show. <laughs> oh wow! Sounds like Bonanza. Well, they never like <laughs> expect you to remember like the secondary characters, so yeah. they bring so them they back. Play someone else. Yeah, they used play, to do that a lot on characters. TV shows. I feel like. Um. Okay. So, my one of my things I want to talk about was just how good of chemistry Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore have together. Yeah. They yeah. just, they feel effortless to me. I agree. It's very, very simple and very easy to buy in that these people know each other and like each other and are meant for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're just friends. <laughs> very good friends. Well, they gotta snap out of that shit. I wonder if that, I wonder if that, like, comes in real life at all, you know? Are they like that in real life? Do their spouses get jealous? Like... That's so interesting to me. Oh, that is interesting. I wonder. Like, well, in Drew Barrymore, ever... I think, I mean, obviously she's got the chemistry with Sandler, but I feel like she's just a really good romantic comedy actress, yeah. too. Hell, even in that uh, movie with Jimmy Fallon, where it's like the baseball movie. Yeah, Fever that, Pitch. Yeah, that movie's terrible, but even even that movie she's good in. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she knows how to... Like she, the way she smiles and just mm. the way she, like you really feel like she's in love. I yeah, don't know how she's so good at it. She she's great, like girl next door, like real person, like mm-hmm. type vibe, um, and very, very home home style type of vibes as well. Like girl, you would want to marry and yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and she has like a TV show or something now, doesn't she? Yeah, she's got a talk show. That's that's pretty interesting. Like the Kelly Clarkson show too. Yeah, I don't like the Kelly Clarkson show. Oh, you don't? I like Kelly Clarkson. She's funny. The show feels awkward to me. Really? Yeah. There's a part. Um, I showed Kristen it, but who was it that? Do you remember the clip I showed you from the Kelly Clarkson show? Uh, describe the clip you showed me. <laughs> I can't. I just can't remember. It had Kelly Clarkson in it. It was from her show. I know. I've seen a lot of <laughs> clips from her show, and I think it's pretty funny. Like, yeah. she's like real. Like she's yeah. Like she, Drew Barrymore has her own show too. She acts real on her show. Like it's not like it seems like it's not scripted. Like they're legit. Yeah. In, like interviewing it feels the person who's to on me there, where, and they're like. like reacting to re- like the real emotions of what people are talking mm-hmm. about it almost seems like uh they're trying to do like the kelly ripa type thing you know oh uh, i but remember who it was it was sandra bullock on the kelly clarkson show do you remember i showed you that and like she's all fangirling over sandra bullock and then sandra bullock's just like being goofy with her um i don't remember that but i believe that clip <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find it for later and show you again. But yeah, just there. And I mean, I I can't speak to Blanded because I don't really remember th- their chemistry in that. But Fifty First Dates, they have really good chemistry in that too. God, Fifty First Dates, man. I did write in my review of this movie that I love absolutely love their chemistry, but this is my second favorite Barrymore Sandler movie. <laughs> Oh, hey, I found an interview from US or Us Magazine. Um, So it talks about how Drew and Adam have, like, amazing chemistry. They're the best, like, love duo comedy Mm -hmm. pair or whatever. 
And um, it says, although the pair have never developed a romantic bond off screen, Sandler revealed that his wife, Jackie Sandler, has pushed him to put his best foot forward during the pair's on screen love scenes. It's like the best thing that my wife loves Drew so much that she like encourages me. There's no jealousy at all. She's just like, get in there. We're doing a nice romantic scene. And I think I'm doing pretty great being as romantic as I can be. And then it's like, okay, I'm moving on. Let's go. That was great, Drew. Good job. So it's like they're, they're friends. Like, you know, it's, it's a job that they're doing and they're creating something together. They're good at it together, but like in real life, they're there. friends. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, it's an interesting that the the writer of that like went to the point to be like, okay, the wife is encouraging it and pushing for it. That's a interesting take. Yeah, definitely. All right, that is uh, mine, Kristen. Um. Adam Sandler singing. <laughs> oh man, this is one of mine. Oh shit, I don't have a backup. Oh no, uh, I have a couple things about his singing, but yeah, go ahead, you go first. Well, um, <laughs> this is like the first time that I cried at the end of this movie. Like um, him singing it, like it just—he has a really nice voice in that last song, and it's mm-hmm. like I don't know, it's nice. And I, I wrote do a love his singing. <laughs> I wrote a note down to um I said I listened to a Sandler album or watched a Sandler musical. Yeah, I would totally just watch a Sandler musical. That would be cool. He should do that. But <laughs> uh have you watched uh, Eight Crazy Nights? There's a lot of singing in that. No. Yeah. Never seen <laughs> That's that. funny you bring that up because I was legit singing the the bomby dippy dippy bomb. I was singing that today. <laughs> but he's the old, is that what is the old man? I yeah. can't remember. God, I was thinking it forever. Oh That's funny you brought that up. <laughs> that and then the Hanukkah song is really good, and that Chris Farley song he sings is really good too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's a good Chris one. Yeah, that makes me cry well, a lot. One of my things I st- I put as my three were not his singing, but just the the songs that are the original Robbie songs. Yeah. So I think that fits right into it. Yeah, that's it. that's what I have is about the songs. Um, I specifically wrote down that. Uh, uh, I really love the love stink, the love stinks wedding singer. You know when he's singing that right after he gets divorced, or not divorced, but left at the altar. Uh, oh yeah, and he has to sing that first wedding gig, and he's just trashing weddings. I love that. I know. I love the part when he's like, "Scott and Cindy are married." Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's my favorite part. <laughs> I'm not paying you to talk, man. I'm paying you to sing. Yeah, that's funny. Well, and did you recognize, so he points out the the fat guy, which unfortunate fat jokes again, the woman with the sideburns and then the t- table nine. One of the people at table nine is Brian Posehn, which I... Oh, man. I did not recognize him. Yeah, me neither. I just saw it in the um, credit, or not credits. Yeah, the credits of the, f- of the Wikipedia page. But... Um, the song he sings when Drew Barrymore was like, "Well, let me hear your song you're writing." Yeah, the, the one that he wrote I for really his ex-wife. Like that song. He's like, "Well, I was I've been listening to a lot of Cure lately." He's like, "Somebody kill me, please." <laughs> yeah, there's a. I wrote down. It reminded me of the song I wrote for DeAndrea after we got divorced. Mine was much, oh, okay. much, much shorter. Uh, but here it goes like this. If you want to hear it, <clears throat> okay. It goes, uh, good morning, my angel, my love and my heart. 
The song is for you when you're falling apart. Hey, fuck you, bitch. That's the whole song. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet a lot of people would relate to that song. Yeah, you know, whenever she's feeling like. Something like that. Yeah. Whenever she's feeling like, you know, her life is just falling apart. She can remember that. Fuck you, you know. Well, um, so the song you cried about, Kristen. The Grow Old With You song? I want to grow old with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a sweet song. I don't know why it like got to me this time, but I was like welling up like as soon as he started singing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yep. It's funny when Kristen cries, she'll turn to me like, are you seeing me cry? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just I do it to validate that I am crying. Like, yeah, you don't have to ask me like I'm crying. OK, <laughs> <laughs> that funny. was the song that he sang on the airplane, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Billy Idol. I read, too, that um, in the trivia when they have their church tongue kiss, mm-hmm. um, that oh, the, the song like the song is a, playing underneath of it. Yeah. The, the guitar part is playing underneath. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't recognize it then either, but I read it in the trivia. Which real quick, speaking of the church tongue, that was a really weird thing for someone to ask. Hey, someone hey, to hey, do. hey, 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 that's oh, one of my wanted, things. Is that one of your things? OK, uh-huh. never mind. <laughs> I, I wrote that down, too. <laughs> OK. <laughs> OK, let's talk about that then. OK, why? Okay. Why would your best friend encourage you to kiss some guy to test out a wedding well, kiss? Well, his her friend is very open. <laughs> open. Yeah, she's very open about things, so I bet she was okay with it, but it's like I don't know. It was just really weird. Like no. I never really thought about it being weird either before this watch. Like I was like I This is super awkward. Like why would you like push your friend into doing that like yeah i will say this from experience that scene is straight from a porno okay i've seen that scene <laughs> oh my god that's funny okay <laughs> i know how that scene plays out okay and it's not how well, it played out in i'm this sure movie. christine taylor's character gets in on it <laughs> exactly version oh okay. god <laughs> you're aware you've seen it <laughs> i don't think i've seen that um but th- then she does that, and then right after he leaves, and then Glenn goes upstairs, she's like, oh, my gosh, I should go out with Robbie. I'm like, well, why are you telling <laughs> your friend to kiss him? <laughs> and then she's like, we should go on a double date. I'm yeah, like, why would you go on a double date? And then she's yeah. like, uh, yeah, we should do that. Like, she obviously did not want to do that. Why would you? <laughs> do you not see the signs here? That lady? whole setup was just so weird. But uh, uh, Christine Taylor, too, uh, um, I've... I was thought she was Ben Stiller's wife. Kristen told me they got they broke up. I didn't oh, know. Oh, did that. they? Is I'm pretty yeah. sure they did because I remember reading about it and I was like bummed out about it because they'd have been to get, they'd been together for so long. Is that yeah. the lady from uh, Dodgeball? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, it yeah. says they're still married. Let's see. Let's. Oh, maybe they one. split up. They split and then got back together. Okay. Interesting. Christine Taylor. Oh, wait. No, it says um, the actor married Dodgeball oh, they, co-star. They separated. intention in, to divorce in May of 2017. The, it says the couple re- reconciled in 2021. Oh. oh. 
Oh, that's it, cool. Yeah, well, that's good. Cool. That's awesome. Good for them. Love lasts. <laughs> Love, <laughs> Love lasts. Breaks apart for four years. <laughs> it's a song I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my next thing. Was that your next thing, Jacob? <laughs> that was the uh, that's another thing I had. Uh I guess that's a hot, technically all of mine, my three. <laughs> so well, I, had, here, I, I, I did take some notes. So I wrote one other that, thing down, but I want to talk about is just some of my favorite lines in the movie. Um, so first one with being uh, that made me really laugh was when Linda comes up after she left him at the altar, and she's like, "I realize I'm not in love with you. I'm in love with Robbie from six years ago when mm-hmm. you're at the." Wearing your spandex. He's like, I got the spandex. I'll go put it on right now. I (laughs) thought that was really funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And then the um, next line I thought was really funny was at that engagement party. Mm -hmm. And Glenn's friend is, like, bringing up um, that he got left at the altar. And then Robbie's like, you know, go have a few drinks and drive home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That was funny. Oh, man. One of my favorite ones was when um, they're at the club. Mm-hmm. On that double date, and he notices that Glenn's staring at the waitress's ass, oh, taking yeah. out of her skirt, and he's like, mm, "My God!" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, he look just at that ass. It so <laughs> well, and then right before that too, he's like, "Oh, so your last name's Gulia? So she's gonna be <laughs> oh, Julia yeah. Gulia? That's <laughs> funny." And he's like, "Why is that funny? I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. And then the last line I had written down that made me laugh was uh, when he's, like, uh, walking up uh, all drunk. He's like, kiss my grits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then the, I'm big a big fan of money. And we, we do got to talk about, too. He brings up um, his friend is like, I always liked Fonzie and Barbarino. Uh, and he's like, but you know what they're doing now, right? And he's like, doesn't Fonzie want to direct movies? And then Barbarino was just in that mechanical bull movie. I haven't seen that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because Barbarino is Vinny Barbarino from Welcome Back, Cotter. And that is John Travolta. Oh, wow. Yep. So is he talking about... Uh, he's talking about Urban, Urban Cowboy. Cowboy. Oh, yep. my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. And Henry Winkler was in The Waterboy with him And later Little Nicky. Oh, yeah, and yeah, Little Nicky. Yeah. Throw bees on Henry Winkler. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um. Well, my next thing was, well, my last thing was weddings. That was just it. <laughs> <laughs> just weddings in general. <laughs> Yo, what, you guys want to talk about how glorious your wedding was and how glorious my wedding was? Yeah, the glorious. We both did DJs. Glorious. Right? <laughs> no, we just had a playlist. Yeah, you always had a playlist. Yeah, we did just have a playlist. We didn't invest in a DJ. <laughs> yeah, or a wedding singer. Our DJ was Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Cheaper that way. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I haven't been to a wedding in a while. When was the last wedding we went to? Was it Jeff's wedding? It was Jeff's wedding, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been to a wedding in a while either. I'm not sure whose last time wedding I went to was. I don't know anyone else who needs to get married still. Jacob, are you going to get remarried? That's the plan. Lance is closer than I am for sure, though. Mm, we'll see. Lance, 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 Lance. He was in Lance. our wedding. <laughs> and my wedding. 
He was in yeah. everybody's wedding. <laughs> Cheers Lance, to Lance weddings. Lance loves weddings. <laughs> Although I remember him saying that he's not doing any more weddings after yours. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> I gotta get married again, motherfucker. What are you gonna do then? Say We're no? gonna get married again. Hi, huh, Alex. <clears throat> Logan wants us to get married again. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, I didn't have this one written down, but I just want to talk about Steve Buscemi. He's so funny in this, yeah. and he has <laughs> such a small part, but he is just hilarious. It's uncredited on uh, Wik- Wikipedia. Yeah, it's he's in some of his other roles. He, he does in Adam Sandler movies are just a little too over the top, but this one is like, you know, believable and stuff. Yeah. And it's just really funny. <laughs> well, he's definitely <laughs> he's, over the top in Mr. Deeds. Yeah. Crazy eyes. Yeah, crazy eyes. <laughs> well, and then he's the like homeless that. guy in Big Daddy, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I like that he came back and was the wedding singer at Robbie's yeah. wedding. Yeah. He got inspired by him. <laughs> he's like, man, he is a great wedding singer. He says. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, that is um, the only thing. The only other thing I wrote down, and I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but I thought it was oh. uh, interesting or funny. Was uh, you want to go ahead? Well, I just one of my quotes I wrote. I forgot to mention when, we were, when I was talking about funny quotes was when Jim John Lovitz is watching him play that sad song, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's like, he's <laughs> losing his mind, <laughs> and I'm reaping all the benefits. Oh, yeah. so. And he, like, slowly closes the curtain <laughs> on himself. That was really it's funny. Like, my, my profits have tripled since you quit the game. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, John Lovitz is funny. Yeah, he is. Uh, but the thing I was going to mention was uh, Drew Barrymore asks, you know, Adam Sandler's character help help with the wedding. You know, uh, they go and he's I, I wrote it down. I rewound it because I wanted to make sure. But they're talking about going to get cake because she doesn't want to get mm-hmm. overcharged for cake. But they go to the places, the place, the lady, and they're like haggling for the price. And in the background is like photography well, stuff going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I so think I was might have like confused. Weird, yeah. Like, yeah. Because so they do but, do cake testing later. Yeah. But so I think they just cut it weird. It was just a weird Which cut is, there. I don't under the one part of the cake testing that I was like, well, what the hell was the point of that? Was when he feeds the piece to George, Alexis Arquette's character. They made her teeth all yellow, which I thought was really yeah. Weird. Was that George? Wasn't that George? It looked like George. I'm not sure. I don't think it was. I'm not sure who it was, but I remember that yellow. George teeth. was with them when like he, she tried on the wedding dress. Yeah, but I don't think that was her. Maybe it was. I don't know. It just didn't look like her at all. I don't know, but um, we did a cake testing, tasting. Oh, my gosh. We did. It was so much fun. Was I it? loved it. <laughs> I can't remember. What we, I think we did a cake testing, too, but we did it at public. So we got, wow. yeah. Yeah, we got ours by a um, cake we- we could shout what her a, out if anyone lives in Blackfoot. Caterer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Paisley um, cakes. Paisley's cakes. Oh, my God. It was so delicious. It was the best. We got red velvet, which I know a lot of people are like, it's just chocolate, but dyed red. It's still delicious. <laughs> yeah, we we had velvet for our wedding, too. And uh, we DeAndrea heard that. And DeAndrea, like, looked at me and, like, her jaw dropped. She said, that is not true, is it? It's not. It's not. Okay? It is not. <laughs> She was uh, deeply That's upset. Tastes pretty close, though. <laughs> they do, but 
I'm convinced it's slightly different. <laughs> it's different enough for me. But what I was going to say about the photographer scene was, yeah, I thought it was interesting that the photographer Liz Couples that she thinks they're going to last forever and be there forever. <laughs> yeah. And the couples, I only wrote two, I wrote two couples down that she mentioned. First one was Donald, Donald and Ivana was the uh-huh. first one uh, who uh, they got, you know, you yeah, know, the history of that. And then the second one was Woody and Ma- Woody and Maya. Uh, or was it Mia? Sh- Mia Farrow, yeah. Mia Farrow, yeah. She also Mia mentions Mia. Bert and Lonnie. Bert and Lonnie, Ren- yeah. Reynolds. So um, I think Woody and Mia Farrow were never married. They were never married, no. Yeah, they were but just they together. had a bitter separation. Yeah. Like. But yeah, she names three couples that were like the couples probably in the 80s and then yeah. divorced yeah. or broke up. Yeah, I thought that was really funny and I wanted to make yeah. that. that. Those are the couples they chose. Well, Another really funny part. How about the limo test? I thought that was really oh, funny. Oh, yeah. Too. <laughs> he's like, I got the job, right? <laughs> well, he's like, you hit two cones. He's like, those could have been her wedding guests. He's like, they were, were cones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that he's his funny. best friend. He's like, why are you doing this to him? He, he's got the job. He's the only limo driver in town. He's <laughs> like, I know. I just like to mess with him. Oh, that guy's cool. uh, good. He's in all his movies. And then there was that one guy who's in all his movies, too, um, who was a guest at the very first wedding. Yeah. Or not a guest, but a, a I guess, a groomsman. He's <laughs> part oh, of the yeah, wedding. Oh, yeah, I found him. Hold on. Peter Dante. He's, like, in every Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah. He and, yeah, and his friend Sammy. Um, those guys are Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Alan both in Little Nicky. There we go. Which we just watched. Something yep. tells me they're not going to be in the next one that we watched. Though. I don't think so. I think they had to replace it with like a Kevin Durant or some shit. <laughs> Kevin Garnett. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. I knew it was Kevin. All right, y'all. Should we give our final thoughts on The Wedding Singer? Yeah. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Pull up my I can box. go first. I gave it three stars. Um, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler have effortless chemistry. Sandler's humor hasn't gotten bogged down by all his dumb jokes like happens in his later movies. And it's uh, just a nice, fun, romantic comedy. I gave it uh, four stars. I said that uh, the movie's pretty great, you know, for what it is. Um, a few moments had me laugh very loudly, out loud, uh, and a few moments just had me saying, "What the fuck is this? This is dumb as hell." Uh, you know. So well, what moments were that? Uh, like the part where he, he, she makes him kiss Drew Barrymore. <laughs> maybe, but also the part where like she like climbs over the table, and I don't know. I'm like, this is okay, well, she's about to barf, yeah, so to I would climb over bathroom. a table as well. To and like that not whole double, that whole double date is just like, what the fuck is happening? You know? Yeah, that was really yeah, that was really weird. Which um, I get though, because she was trying to like play it cool. Like obviously, I don't have feelings yeah. for him because I'm getting married. So yeah, yeah, didn't work. Yeah, it's just weird though. Yeah, very weird. We didn't we didn't mention Billy yeah. Idol too. Oh yeah, we did not mention Billy Idol. He Billy didn't Idol. sing nearly as much as he needed to be singing for it's being Billy a Idol. Nice day for a white <laughs> wedding. <laughs> but I wrote down my last note was that I didn't get emotional at really any points of the movie, uh, so it wasn't as great as the other Barrymore and Sandler love story, Fifty First Dates. 
is what I wrote down. Well, I gave it five stars and a heart. (laughs) (laughs) And I wrote my favorite Adam Sandler movie. I love Drew and Barry, or Drew and Barrymore. Drew and Barrymore. (laughs) I love Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler together. Such amazing chemistry. Yeah. So, yeah. Five stars. All picking up those (laughs) vibes. Everyone's picking up them. Sweet. Okay. So next week, or next episode i mean we're gonna wrap up the adam sandler theme with my choice of uncut jams uncut jams i'm excited to talk about that one and despite the fact that it will be out much later than the super bowl i'm excited to tell you about my riveting experiences gabbling (laughs) and how much money i put down and how it turned out for me so and how much money you could have won. Hey, <laughs> only you, you had bet the right way. You don't know what happened. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I heard that Kristen might know what her theme is going to be because that will come up next. Were you wanting to announce that? I can announce that just because I'm pretty set on this and I really want to do it. So um, I have been on a recent musical kick. So I have been listening to a bunch of musical soundtracks that I love, some new ones that I've been finding, and so I want to watch musicals. Oh, shit. I know what I'm going to pick. I I already know what you guys are going to (laughs) pick. You don't know what I'm going to pick? I know what you're going to pick, and I know what you're going to pick, Alex. Hey, I'm going to write down what I'm going to pick right now. And I'm going to write it down, too. Okay, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. Yeah, I want you to write it. I want you to guess and see if it's the same. Where's my pen at? Oh, I have a... Okay, here it is. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready, Alex? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that Alex is going to pick Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yep. <laughs> Did you get it? Oh, man. Nice. Willy Wonka... Okay, I'm torn. There's two that I think you're going to pick between. I don't know, though, because you might throw a curveball at me. I might. I don't know. I think I am going to. (laughs) I think so. Um, Let me think. (laughs) If you have a guess when she gets done, Alex, if she gets it wrong, feel free to guess as well. I'm okay. just, I can't think of any other ones that you might throw at me, so I'm just going to say Hamilton. I'm not going to do Hamilton. Ah. <laughs> the Greatest Showman? Not going to do The Greatest Showman. Damn, that was a two. <laughs> I'm going to do uh, Sweeney Todd. Oh. oh. Demon Street okay. of Barber or something. <laughs> the Barber the, of Demon. The, barber the Demon of Barber Street. of Fleet Street. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. <laughs> do you know what yours is going to be, Kristen? No, I don't. Okay. I you okay. This is this is my category. I love musicals, so I have a lot to choose from. Mm-hmm. So I definitely could have chosen any of the ones you guys wanted. I think Hamilton is just too much to do. You know, there's too much I would want to talk about. It'd be it would be a lot like the UAP episode if I had to guess. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. you guys missed this. You guys missed this. What? You guys missed this. Where I'm trying to go <laughs> all the deep in cuts of Hamilton and uh, all the shit you guys are maybe overlooking because it's so in-depth and overthought oh you know <laughs> so oh i want to go with something more uh 
Oh, more easy for me to talk about, I think. That's awesome. I like Sweeney Todd. Cool. What about Willy Wonka? Willy Wonka's good. I like Willy Wonka. <laughs> I don't like the grandpa. That grandpa can go to hell. Grandpa <laughs> Joe? He only gets out of bed after he finds out his grandson gets a golden ticket. After he's like, hey, buy me cigarettes or whatever, right? And Alex is like, oh, he's so happy. But no, he's a he's a broke down grandpa. I had the ability to walk this entire time, but I'm not going to help yeah. my family. Well, it'll be fun to talk about because my favorite line <laughs> I love that movie, from any movie comes from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Don't say it yet. Ah, dang it. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it when we talk about that movie. Is it? I'm why the fuck seriously? can I see you through this elevator, Charlie? Is that, That's it. Is that the line? <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. I'm seriously going to have such a hard time trying to figure out what musical I want. It's gonna well, you have to pick difficult. first. so I know. And ours are already spoiled, so... <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to pick, so it'll be a surprise. Okay. That'll be fun. All right. Awesome. So that does it for this episode of I'll Take Three. As always, uh, as I mentioned earlier as well, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, give us a follow, or and on Spotify apparently, and give us a follow on Twitter at I'll Take Three Podcast. That's I-L-L Take the Number Three Podcast. I'm on Twitter also at Alex Expressed. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Jake Duke. Hey, you didn't almost say Kristen's this time. I know. I was thinking about <laughs> it the whole time. <laughs> You're like, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> um, and I am at I am Kristen One. You got it. Yeah, okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. And uh, uh, we'll see you guys in Las Vegas. I'm going to put a $150 down on double zero. It's a nice day for a, a white wedding. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.